Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning, and welcome to the Back Porch Conjure. I am Efa Abel. I want you to grab a chair, cop a squat, get a pillow, a blanket, hell, sit on the stoop right here. <clears throat> get you something to drink, some tea, some water, some coffee, some juice, something cold, something room temperature. Hell, it's three o'clock somewhere, get your drink on. Ah, happy to be back, let me tell you. A lot of lessons I learned while I was going away for five days. Made sense. <clears throat> Changed my life a little bit. Had me see things from a different perspective. We all, <clears throat> my godfather told me that one day, right? He said, even the king and queen need counsel. We all need to hear or get that message to make sure we're on the right path, but that we're doing things in order, according to plan. You know, um, I always do more for people than what they would do for me. Real talk. I go over and beyond, bend over backwards. But that's just, you know, who I thought I was supposed to be or who I am. Like, you know, okay. But in the process, whenever I needed something, people would turn off the light, lock the door, close the blinds, and act like they ain't home. Or they'd get to that position, you know, because while we're in the planning stage, okay, I got you, you help me, and then when I get there, I'm going to get you. Oh, okay. I had a lot of those conversations. And then when they get there, they forget about me. Act like I don't even exist. Like I ain't never helped them. I ain't give them that 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 foot, that 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 step, that big leap, gave them the plug, you know, and then I would constantly, you know, not ask them because you know once you show me your colors, that's it. But I still do it. See, the one thing I learned that givers don't have a limit, and takers definitely, they will drain you dry. And keep going and grab onto the motherfucker, a next motherfucker. Because leeches, that's what they do. Suck you dry and go on to the next one. While they fat full and getting what they want, you losing everything that you have. <clears throat> so I had to learn. Let people earn it. Let people earn it. So, and then I learned, karma don't lose the address, ladies and gentlemen. Karma doesn't lose an address. I once heard this guy named Angel tell this lady named Karen. Karen wanted, you know, to protect herself and get back at this lady that was causing her havoc. So she was like, okay, you know, in the midst of. And when the lady got, you know, her karma, she got what she deserved, she, you know, real talk. Karen came in here crying, like, oh, she's doing bad. She's doing bad. Oh, my God, you think it's me? Oh, so Angel turned and looked at me, and i never forget this message. He said, don't do shit to people and expect an outcome or get revenge. And then when you see them suffering or you see them, you know, get what they deserve, real talk, don't cry for them. They weren't crying for you when they was doing your ass dirty. He said, now look at her. He said, she's, she's an idiot, right? So 
everybody knows how. Because someone brought it up to me and I was like, did people not understand? So let me explain since y'all are first to hear it. I was in Omaha, right? This was around February, right? Almost two years ago, I was in Omaha. They did classes. We would go there, do readings, teach classes. So I don't ever come to when they have like me size or um, ceremonies because I don't, I didn't come for that. I came to teach and do readings. I, you know, greet everyone, network with people. And then I come back home. I make my money. I come back home. Right. I don't even bring nothing to sell. If whoever shop I'm in, sell your stuff. What What's not moving? Okay, here. And I start selling it. I don't bring nothing of my own. Now, people always ask me, hey, bring some waste beads. And I would, you know, if they ask. But I just don't automatically bring. They got, you know, they ask me, hey, you know, I know you're selling waste beads. Can you bring a few? Or I make them while I'm there to let people know, yo, she really know how to make these shits. Because, you know, some people... Oh, they don't make them. No, I, I know how to make them. You know, it's just tedious sometimes. But if I'm at an event and people want to say, yeah, okay, I'm drinking some waste beads. That's it. And I bless them. Smile, Che. Right? So, okay. So, because of what, you know, a person was coming there that my god sister was going there. So, they were like, oh, you know, you should be there. And I'm like, nah. I really don't. I really don't. So, technically, I came after they had some something that they were doing, right? Blessing the corners or whatever. I came after that. Spoke to one of the ladies that tried to make me look bad, right? So, I'm giving you the complete story. Trying to make me look bad. I spoke to her because she went to another Santana and was like, oh, all she want is money. She want me to crown her. I, I, I don't want anyone to go outside of where they live. If you live in Omaha, why you coming to New York? It's St. Addo's in Omaha. If you live in Detroit, you you know, you just got to vet them, talk to them. Right? So, no, I'm not in the process of grabbing God kids like they're rocks. No, no, that, that doesn't work for me. I learned my lesson with that. So, got there. They did the Misa. They did all that. You'll see in pictures. That I once posted where I was over in the corner. Because I don't like doing those things. Not in the shop. Now, some people do, and God bless you. But I'm talking about me, how I don't like it, right? Okay. So, one of the sisters, you know, go down a year later. She said, hey, I would like to do a Misa. My son is looking at shadows. I'm seeing things. And... I don't know how to put it in words, and I don't know what it is, but you've always, you know, y'all talked about me size and things like that and how to, you know, investigate our spiritual court. So can you help me with that? I said, sure. Now, I am publicly saying this because if it happens to you, respect it. If someone comes to you and say, hey, I want a service. I Can you do this ceremony? But I don't want Ifa Bayo there. You don't need to be like, oh, why or whatever. Okay. You came to that person for a reason. 
to help them. They felt comfortable with you. If they don't want anyone else there, respect that. They paying their money. If I go to a store, listen, I don't want that person to service me. You know how many times I go to nail places, beauty parlors, oh, is such and such working? No, this one. No, no, no. I want this one. Because they're familiar with them. They're comfortable with them. They trust them. They may not like me. They may not trust me. Maybe their spirit say, nah, not her yet. It doesn't mean that she hates you or she don't like you. It means I'm not ready or I'm not at that level or I'm not comfortable or I don't really know you or I, I, I don't, you know, I don't want you. I came to this person. So that's what happened. She said, can you help me? But I don't want you to invite this one. Talking about my god sister. Okay. So I didn't bring it up. I don't, I'm not going to be like, oh, wow. Why you don't want her? Rah, rah, rah. No, it's a service. So I said, hold on. Because it is her first time ever doing something like this. Her first. So I remembered when I had my first time putting on beads. It was beautiful. It was memorable. It was Lito, Angel, and Eli, right? Everyone heard my story. So I went to the person that made my memorable. I hit up Eli. He said, and he was very professional. He said, okay, can David come? I said, yes. Oh my God, by all means. So we set it up. She flew up, right? I didn't broadcast it because this is her personal journey. If she wanted everybody to know, she would have been like, yeah, you could post it or whatever. I didn't even ask, right? So I remember asking my son, hey, you want to go to a Misa? So in turn, I guess he told my god sister. So, because no one posted it. It was nowhere, right? And there's a reason why I'm sharing this on many occasions, okay? Why I'm talking about this. And I will explain after you hear everything. So, she flew up. I had invited my son. My son said, no, I'm working late. By the time I get off, it'll be seven, so I can't do it. Now, I didn't know him and my god sister would have conversations while I weren't there. So, I remember when she called me, she was like, oh, if you coming up, you know, um, are you going with David and him? I said, yeah. And she was like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, so, cause you know, we have to do this. And I said, well, if I get time, because right after I was going to Vegas, so I'm coming up to do one thing, come back home and then fly back out again. Right? So we did it the next day, right? We did it. It was very beautiful. Now, let me just give you the whole scenario. When David picked us up, because I asked him, I said, hey, can you pick us up from the airport? You know, can you get her from the airport? Can you grab me? He said, okay, so I bring my god sister that's going to be crowned Ogun, right? Um, we're not in the same Elay, but I love her so much. I call her my god sister because spiritually we're all related, right? Okay, so we get in the car and David is playing gospel, like real gospel music. So we're all like, all right, all right. He said, this is how I prepare before Misa. Well, because he didn't know the girl was black. He didn't know anything. So we're sitting in the car and we talking and, you know, we vibing. Oh, it was so beautiful. 
We get to Eli house. He's playing Haitian music. He said, I don't know why, but my spirit had me playing this. He didn't know that the daughter of Ogun and, you know, all of us have like association with Haiti and, you know, with Belize and all these different places. He didn't know that. Now, mind you, both spiritualists are Spanish, Puerto Rican. So we are just mind blows. We are mesmerized. Like, and we are talking. Everybody's vibing. I'm telling them about mincemeat pie. They're laughing. And we, it was so beautiful. We didn't take no pictures, no nothing. That's how beautiful and intimate it was. It was her first time. It was her son. He was 15. It was his first time. It wasn't no showboat. It wasn't no, I'm better than you. It was so intimate and so beautiful that it was amazing and memorable. Memorable. I don't give a fuck what no one says. All of them said the same thing. This was amazing. It was memorable. So... The next day, because they were only up there for two days. The next day, she said, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to the city. She said, can I come, me and my son? Because we've never been to New York. So I called my son. And we're walking and we're talking and everyone's robbing. So unbeknownst to me, right? Because it's a lot of times I'm not, I overlook a lot of things and a lot of people. Well, my son already was connected with my god sister and they was having these side conversations. So he got into his feelings, right? But mind you, he's listening to them, right? The two ladies and her son talk about the experience with the Misa, right? So he's telling them, you know, whatever, because I wasn't there. I wasn't in earshot, right? Because we're all looking, we're all seeing things and all of that. So, he is, he tells the mother and son, because he, you know, he, for some strange reason, I like, right? So, let me tell you how it started. I like the new part of Amtrak and the Long Island Railroad, Moynihan Station, because everything is over there. It's bright. It's lit. You know what I'm saying? Cops are there. Everything. It's more safety. And it's more beautiful. Where you can take pictures and all that. So... He's like, my son is like, no, why y'all can't leave from over there? Leave here. You're so bougie. So I was like, you know what? Just go ahead. So he's telling, here is two people that never been to New York. Never. He's telling them, oh, if y'all get mugged or y'all get hurt, blame her. So he walks off, right? Because this is what the little boy tells me. He walks off. So I'm like, listen, that's why I was going on the side of Moynihan because they have restaurants over there, have food over there. And on the old side of Amtrak, Long Island Road, nothing there. You got to go outside. So her son is like, okay, we don't have to eat. I said, listen, your plane leaves at 4 in the morning. We're going back out to Far Rockaway. There's no stores there. If you're thirsty or hungry, you'll have to wait until you get to the airport. And nothing's open then. So now you got to wait till that flight and then get home and eat. I don't want you to do that. So let's walk over there. No, your son said we're going to get hurt. We're going to get mugged. Like, here it is. You, you feeding a fear of somebody that never been here. All they see is videos and TV. So I got aggravated. And I'm like, come on, let's just go outside. Oh, we're going to miss the train. You're never going to miss the train, my love. Like, come on, we got this. So we go up. They get something, right? And we come back down. We get on the train. Right now he's telling me what my son said. And I'm like, wow, how could, how could 
you do that to someone or, or darken their experience or even do that, right? So anyway, they wind up getting back. They had something to eat. They get to the airport. They get on the plane. They go home. Okay. Now, while we were talking, both of them said, I've never seen a Misa like that. I've never seen them play gospel music. I've never seen, like, my people welcome at the table. Like, I, I've never seen that. Can you speak about it? Now, the only thing that I will say that I went over and beyond was I was so excited because it was so emotional. It was so beautiful to me. And that was it. Right. So I shared the experience. I didn't share mine. I shared theirs. I've been doing this now for what? Six, seven years. I've been doing lives and all of that. Right. So here it is. I get up and the next thing you know, I hate Spanish people. So recently when I was talking to someone, they was like, yeah, I didn't, I wasn't sure. Should I talk to you? And I felt really bad because that stigma will be on me because someone that I, you know, this is my God sister was going around saying this. Right. So I'm like, wow, that's crazy. Then to add insult to injury, my son was along with it, co-signing it. So, oh, she don't know nothing. Oh, y'all following the narcissist. Oh, this and that. So, yeah, you're going to have people that's going to believe it. You're going to have people that's going to be like, wow, she hates Spanish people. But I don't. I truly don't. You know, my best friend. And this is why I'm, I'm always, that's the one thing I do take into consideration. This is the one thing that I do hold dear to my heart because I learned this lesson as a child. You can't introduce everyone to the full side of you because you don't know how they are. Now, me and Rach been down since my son was, what, seven? Me and uh, a few people, Jewel, Rachel, uh, Nisi, like it's 40, 45 years of friendship, right? Barney, you know, just so many people. So when they were like, but we ain't never meet her, like, who is she? I didn't bring you over there because I got to be comfortable and trust that, yo, this is this. So it was just a spiritual thing, which I'm not mad. Don't get it twisted. But just the betrayal, the lies, the, the backbiting, all because of something that wasn't a part of, right? You know, and then, so th that's the reason why I'm clearing that up. But so also... Over the weekend while I was there, I witnessed where my mother and me used to always say, it's no fun when the rabbit got the gun, when the shoe was on the other foot. So I witnessed that um, about someone, you know, and my son. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, wow, you don't like that. So now you know how it feels when you are nice to someone. You are, you know, respectful to people. You give people the plug. You look out for them. You help them. And then those very people stab you on your back or talk bad about you or dog you out. And then you're sitting there looking at the whole thing unfold like, damn, I just went through that two years ago. Wow. Did you get the message? You know what I'm saying? Did you get the message because you were lied on? You felt comfortable talking to people and doing all of this. And then those same people took that fucking whole conversation and took all of that and stab you in your back and use everything you said against you. 
So either you own up to it and be accountable and say, yeah, I said that, or you don't. And now you look even more stupid. So everything that was said, if I said it, I owned up to it. If I didn't, you're not going to lie on me. And now I have to have witnesses whenever I speak because I don't know how you're going to perceive something. And that's sad because in this day and age, you want to be, you know, free to speak and, you know, be able to share. You can't do that with everyone. You can't, right? So anyway. That was one of the lessons. Karma doesn't lose the address. And when it happens, you just sit back and be like, damn, you know. You ask for that plate, eat it. Because you, you, I had to eat it. When you served it to me, I had to eat it. I had to eat that motherfucker, every ounce of it. And I'm still eating it because I still see people and they go, oh, I heard about your video. You know, Do you really don't like Spanish people? No. Did you see the video? No, I didn't then go find it and watch it. Because nowhere on there did I say I hate Spanish people. Nowhere on that video did I say I hate Spanish people. And it's sad. You know what I'm saying? But I'm not going to run from it. I'm not going to sit there. I was at a drumming. So then I, I, they had a drumming for a Chelsea, right? I had this urge, this, this hunger to be there. I don't know why, right? Real talk, I don't know why. I didn't know if who was going to be there, right? I'm going dolo. I don't have no one representing me, so I'm going by myself. Me and my son, right? I'm going. And I get there. I met this beautiful woman that was crowned Oshun 20-something years. She was really sweet. You know, we had a good conversation. And so they're playing, and, you know, I'm standing there and stuff, and, you know, it's hot. I'm still standing there. I didn't care. And who walks in? Because it was like time froze, but my twin. And I'm like, oh, my God. I didn't even know she was coming. I didn't even know she was going to be there or whatever. And I was going there realistically to say thank you because it was Ochoce's God, you know, daughter that looked out for me and blessed me so I could have my saints. So I was really going to say thank you. Right? And be a part of it. So, when she walked in, I hugged her and I felt so relieved. So relieved. And then I started seeing everyone else. And it was so beautiful. Right? It was. It was so beautiful. But I was so sick. And I was, I, one time I was leaning against the wall like, shit, I, please don't let me pass out. I don't, I don't need this. But I still hung in. And I love the messages that Yemaya, Chosi, and Oshun gave me. And it was so beautiful and it was so on point. And it was so much needed. I needed to hear those things. I needed to know, you know, I needed that. And I'm grateful for that each and every day of my life. I also learned that people will put their fears and phobias on you. And act like it's yours. Nah, I'm not carrying that. I had a sister, you know, tell me, oh, you know, I can't do that. And you shouldn't do it neither. No, you shouldn't do it. You shouldn't do it. I don't got shit to do with me. You shouldn't do it. I'm good with that. I'm, I'm good. She was like, oh, you know, this was way, like when I got to New York. And I'm like, wow, you know, people will. They'll put their fears and phobias on you. I also learned patience. 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 I don't need to rush 
Just because everybody else is rushing. But the biggest lesson I learned that I'm grateful for, and it was so on point. So, I love going to Drummond's, right? I do. I, I think it's like going to church to get your daily feel of your your word and being, you know, amongst your 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 spiritual community and hearing the drums and receiving messages, even if you don't get a message. Just being around everyone and feeling that energy and connecting, right? So I love that. And seeing people, you know, catching up with people, networking, doing all of that. So Yamaya, as well as Oshun, as well as Ochosi, gave me some beautiful messages, right? And some some chastisement, and I needed it, right? So this is where faith come in. And I remember from my Ita, and they told me that. Look at your Ita. Remember your Ita. Um, faith without works is dead. That is a fact. But you got to have faith. So while I was standing, it was giving me the message and things like that. While we was on the train, I was like, you know, waiting on the train, me and my son. And... I was like, oh, my God, you know, the message they gave me were beautiful. Like, you know, don't allow no one to disrespect me or, or you know, like, nah, kids, family. So my son looks at me and goes, why you take everything they say so literal? Like, why? You know, you can't take everything they say. You got to leave room. So I'm sitting there in my head and I'm like, Shango, Cabo Sile told me. He gave me a story, right? And then he told me. The story was, um, there was uh, two brothers, right? One brother, he had faith and love for the Orisha. He did, you know, within his powers, everything they told him to do. When they told him to make elbow and things like that, he did that. And he became well off, right? So his brother saw that. He didn't see the dedication, the faith, the belief, the focus, the discipline. He just saw the monetary so he asked his brother, how did you get all of this? He said, all you have to do is walk through the door. Well, when the brother, the, the one that was well off and believed in the Arisha and the Egon and all that, when he walked through the door, and I'm paraphrasing, so don't, don't come for me because I know how to come back. When he walked through the door, he did sacrifices, he loved, he believed, he had faith, he disciplined, he focused. So that was one, that was what was on the other side of the door when he opened it. When the brother opened it, he said, all you have to do is go in that door and believe, you know. So when the brother opened it, all he saw was another room. So when he came out, he started telling everybody, oh, she's a he's a phony, he's fake, don't listen to him, you know, he's a thief, he, he don't believe in none of this, you know, only said the negative about him because he couldn't see and believe and do what the other brother did. So Shango Kabosile told me, he said, you can't help your family, you can't do nothing from them, you can't borrow anything from them. Send them to someone because if you help them, whether it works out or not, they're still not going to treat you well. They're going to dog you out. They're going to talk about you. And you can't, you know, you can't be there for them because they'll never see the love, the faith, the discipline, the works, none of that. They'll never see that. They only see the money, right? So I remember that message because Yamaya and Oshun both said the same thing, right? So... And neither one of them was standing next to each other. So, and so my son is standing there at the train. He was like, you know, you take everything they say literal. Like, 
you know, like, that's it. Like, oh, my God. And I'm sitting there looking at him like, what part did you not get? So even when he went to throw himself, Shango stopped him because Shango came down Cabo Sile and stopped him. So he was like, um, oh, you know, I'm wondering why he didn't want me to throw himself. So I'm like, because he loved you. And he was he he said what he had to say, he gave you blessings, and that's it. You know. But I I share this to say that even your family, your very own children, your blood, your blood can still try to find ways to make you feel bad, to make you think that what you see or what you believe is stupid. Or, you know, like, no, they didn't mean it that way. And then you will see the turmoil in their life for not listening, for not seeing, for not believing. I've seen it quite a few times, right? I still pray for them. I pray for all of them. But I can't sign up for what it is that they do. If they don't believe in what I believe in, that's great. You know, it's sad because they don't have a problem with asking me for loot. Right? Real talk. Oh, can you buy me this? Oh, you're going to get me this. Oh. So, and that was what one of the messages was. Like, your children, your family, they can't treat you any kind of way. Like, for real. We we not doing that no more. You know? And you want to, because this is your blood. These are your children. You don't want to see them hurt. You want to be there to help them. But then you jump in the way of their lesson. They have to learn this. The most sometimes, the best thing you can do for someone is pray. It's pray for them. That's it. You can't jump in all the time and save them. Because they have to learn it. They have to. You can't learn the lesson for them. They have to learn it. They have to see it. Not you. You already learned the lesson. You know? So, when people tell you, oh my goodness, you taking, you taking what they say for real? Yes, I am. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Well, that's you. That's you. That's not me. I'm not carrying your luggage and mine. Nah. Matter of fact, I'm putting my luggage down. It's too fucking heavy. It ain't mine. It's some shit that I've been carrying since I was a kid. I don't need to carry that no more. I'm free. I'm done. I done shared the light on it. You know what I'm saying? No, my health wasn't as like it should be. Not at all. But you have the power to change it. That's what they said. You have the power to change it. You just have to stay focused and be in discipline. Get out, walk, exercise. Okay. I'm good with that. See, and I learned this as well, right? I do. I love my family. I really do. But I wouldn't put my life in their hands. I used to, when my Aunt Pat died, I'm like, why she didn't make her kids her beneficiary? You know, these are her kids. She has two sons, right? She ain't leave them shit. And between her two grands, she had to pick one. Neither one of them was a good candidate, but she picked one, right? And I'm sitting there like, why wouldn't you leave your kids in charge of your stuff and, you know, your kids over everything? And I'm like, why, you know? But you don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know how people treat their parents and all of that. Now, yeah, you got some parents that might be fucked up. 
I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about the parents that will sacrifice, that will bend over backwards to make sure that you're good. And you still treat them like, yo, they not shit. Because you listen to everyone else. And the same things your parents have taught you, embedded in you and all that. My parents weren't great. Don't get it twisted. They were not great. But I'd be damned if I ever let someone disrespect them or talk bad about them in front of me. That's something that I would never do. Like, nah, we're not doing that at all. At all. We're not doing that. But you have some kids that will sit there and watch and listen. They will line up with their parents' enemies and think it's okay. I've seen young dudes <coughs> where, excuse me, their mothers have sacrificed, made sure that they helped pay their rent, did all that, take care of their kids when they couldn't do it, all of that. And then when their girl come, right, ain't their wife, their girl come, and they sit there and allow this chick to disrespect and discredit your mother. And I'd be sitting there amazed like, wow. And then when they break up, the first thing the, the girl will do is do something to the mom. Like, oh, it's because of that bitch. <clears throat> I'm like, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, did the mother do something bad to you? No. But I just, I, I want him to suffer. So I'm going to take something away from him that he loved. Shit like that. Like, yo, that, that really goes on in the real world. Where people would. They would side with the enemy over their mom. And then... Well, the same way they dog their mother out, they come with that same mouth and be like, Ma, you got $20, or Ma, you got $10, or Ma, can you give me this? And you'll be like, yo, you just dog me up. But they don't share those sides. You know, they don't. They don't. But that's why I love the Orisha. This is why I love the belief and the religion and the culture that I follow. Because it's not for everyone, but they know. They see they are fixing. I have faith in that. But I know that it's time for me to step up a little bit more and voice more and speak more. I know that it's time for me to set boundaries. I know that it's time, excuse me, for me to step in my purpose and go full force. I know that it's time for me to put my health first and foremost. I know that. See, doing shadow work, I always tell people that when you heal, you heal mentally, physically, spiritually, and environmentally. Environmentally, I moved. I changed. I changed the whole thing. Spiritually, I got crowned. I started learning. I'm still learning, right? Physically is what I was missing. Spiritually, mentally, I'm in therapy. I'm facing those things that I need to face, you know, shedding light on the dark side of my life and doing it, you know, unapologetically and standing on my truth. Now I got to work on the physical. You know how many people that, you know, they can tell you all these things, but they're not healthy. Walking, it took me 40 minutes to walk to a store that normally take me 20, 15. So now I'm looking at myself like, yo, this ain't it. This is not it. I got to get this shit in order. Yeah, most people get their physical and together first. I waited last because that was the hardest for me. That is the hardest for me. And mind you, I don't smoke, I don't drink, I don't eat meat, but I eat junk food. 
you know, and I'm not moving my body like I should. I'm not in New York. New York, you always got to clam stairs and do all of that. Man, I was clamming those stairs, but I did it. Don't get it twisted. I did it. But it was killing me, but I did it. So now I have to detox. I have to get myself mentally. I'm home. It's just me. So I don't have no excuse, right? So to start it and to be consistent with it and to start walking, start doing all of that, not just saying it, but doing it, you know, it's not going to be easy. I don't, I don't expect it to, you know, but it's not something that I can't do. It's something that I have to do if I want to save my life. You know, but it has to come with work. It can't just say, I'm going to do it and then I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. I'm going to do it tomorrow. No, this is the date that I'm going to start and this is the date that I'm going to finish. And I have to be consistent. You know, it's never, it's never pretty when you put the work in. And it's beautiful because I saw something that, you know, we want a lot of things. We want healthy relationships. We want um, healthy friendships. We want a healthy, steady income. We want, uh, you know, so many things. But what are we willing to sacrifice or do to get those things that we want? What are we willing to do? What are you willing to put the work in? You know, and shadow work teaches you that I'm a real fucking... Uh, promoter for shadow work. I No lie. But what are you willing to do? What are you willing to give up? Are you willing to give up the messy friends? Are you willing to give up all these things so you can get this things that you want? Because faith without works is dead. And then standing on it and going against the thousands of people that say you can't do it or you shouldn't do it or you, you can't do it or no, that's not for you. So do I go against my crown or do I go against my family and my friends? I ain't going against my crown. Fuck my family and friends. I'm going to stand on what Oshin told me. I'm going to stand on what Yemaya told me. I'm going to stand on what Achosi told me. I'm not worried about what these people say. I don't know. They, I'm looking at how they're doing it and they're not moving. They're not progressing. And that's another thing. I look at how people are. If you're still doing the same thing, still begging for the same thing, you're not progressing. You can move in place. Oh, I'm moving. You're right, but you're not going nowhere. I need movement and action. I need both of them at the same time. Movement and action. That's what I need. But I can't tell you what I want unless I'm willing to do it. Stand there, move, and put action to it. If you're not doing that, then all you're doing is running in place. You're not going nowhere. You're not progressing. You're not doing all that. And I, I don't want to be those people. That's on the hamster wheel that's constantly going around, robbing Peter to pay Paul, begging for this and getting mad because no one's supporting you and running around looking crazy and still doing the same thing after so many years. No, no. You got to face yourself in the mirror, those hard truths. My health, horrible, horrible, horrible. I've gained weight. You know, after I had the surgery, I gained it back. And it's sad because I only know two people that ever did that. And it just, it, it disgusted me. My friend Nisi and my son, they got the surgery. They lost the weight. Don't fat shame people. You know what I'm saying? 
big people know what they have to do, and some of them are comfortable with their weight. So they love it. So who are you to be like, oh, oh, if you lose the weight, it, which is horrible. Okay, you let's be honest. You because I'm I'm the first one. I I will. Yeah, I had the surgery too. But keep it real, player. Like you had you had to get help. Some people have to get help. Some people can do it on their own. Some people are happy with how they are. You know, so when I saw that over the weekend and I was down there, that was horrible. You know. And I, I know people that are like that. That will sit there and be like, uh, mm -mm, that's what they get. They fat. Okay. Eh? So. Like, okay. Y you got lucky. Then I also saw. I go in the store. And I buy tuna fish sandwich. Some pineapple. Four tangerines. Two sweet teas. And water. She said $27. Oh, and a, a donut, right? $27. I said, for what? She said, oh, the tangerines are four for $5. Where are these tangerines coming from, Brazil? She said, oh, the juices are $5. What? The sandwich is six. This better be the best fucking sandwich man ever made. Um, the pineapples was the cheapest thing, $4. I said, I see why everybody getting the surgery. They can't afford to eat, you know, the cheapest shit is the fruit. And you got to hope that that got seasoned and it's not made in a lab. Um, I was, I was, I was, I was blown away. I was like, wow. But I also know that's the only supermarket that's out there in that area of Far Rock. So, yeah, got to be mindful of that because they add hood taxes on it because ain't no competition. And then... <clears throat> So I did that. I, you know, set up for my Uber to be out at four. Now, I've heard, because I made a video, where people was like, oh, you shouldn't be traveling early in the morning. I like to get in and get out, like for real. I don't like the hustle and bustle. Whenever I travel, it's always early in the morning, right? So I do. I like the red-eye flights. I love the red-eye get in, get out, get home, right? That's my biggest thing. So... I ordered my Uber for 4 a.m. Now, Uber has in settings where, because I, I want y'all to understand why I did the video. Uber has in the settings um, where you have to have a PIN number and the driver have to have a PIN number, right? To verify that this is an Uber driver and that for your safety, because Uber as well as Lyft have um, cases against them for human trafficking and for rape and all of that, right? So... I made sure I put that setting in my on my Uber account. So I scheduled the car for 4 a.m., right? Because my train left at 7. So in Far Rockway, in two-pair zone, I had the Uber drop me off on my avenue. Where I take the A train all the way to 34th Street, go upstairs, go to Starbucks, get me a chai tea latte, and sit down and on the, in the waiting area for Amtrak until my train is called. And then I get there. So from 4, right? So I left around 4.19 when the Uber came. And that's an hour and a half ride. So I got there like 5, almost 6 o'clock, right? Yeah, because it stopped for a moment. So I got there like 6. Then you walk up, right? Take the elevator. You walk up. You get over to Moynihan Station, right? You stand on line. This is, I'm telling you how it went. Stand on line. And you 
get, you know, your beverage. And I got a, a Beyond a Sausage Burger. And I went and sat down, right? And waited for my trainer gig. You know, called so I can load up and leave. Now, I'm not the only one traveling, right? You have a lot of people that travel, go to Canada, Chicago, stuff like that. Same way as the airport. So, please don't think. And that's why I leave early, too, because even early in the morning, it's packed. So, okay. Now, <clears throat> I come downstairs from my goddaughter's house. I'm standing there waiting for my Uber, right? I'm looking at the app on my phone. This guy walks up and was like, I'm your Uber ride. I said, well, he said, yeah, you Keisha. I said, no. So I'm thinking maybe he got it confused. I said, no. He said, no, I'm taking you to the airport. Like, come on, get in. I was like, no. He said, I'm telling you I'm your Uber driver. No, you're not. No, baby, I'm not going to the airport. What's my code? He was like, I don't worry about that. No, no, no. What's my code? What's my password? He said, but I'm taking you to the, to the airport. That's where you're going. Please get away from me. I think the only thing that saved me was the two drunk guys. Maybe they was coming from Juvie that walked by and they said, hey, how you doing? I said, hey, baby. Like the way we sounded, like they know me. So the dude went over by his car. He sat there for a few minutes. Now, my Uber driver, the first one, this, my, I don't know where he was because I'm looking at the app like, and I'm texting him. Hey, I even called him. Hey, I'm standing out in front of the building. I don't know where you are. So I canceled that and I ordered a next one immediately. And three minutes later, my Uber driver pulls up. Now, mind you, this cat is still sitting in his car waiting. So I know I had the jokes, you know, because my friend Barney and all of was like, oh, what they going to do with you? I don't know because a bitch wasn't there to find out. I don't know what he was capable of doing. But guess what? I didn't know. It could have been a plethora of things. He could have robbed me. I had my laptop. I had, you know, money on me. He could have robbed me. He could have shot me. He could have did anything. It doesn't mean, oh, well, you're a human sex trafficker. I don't know what the fuck he was capable of doing. But I wasn't there to find out. Real talk. So people think, oh, it can't happen to me. It can happen to anyone. Yes, does it make me now alert? Now, my son all of them's like, oh, you need to stop traveling in the morning. No, I need now to change and be alert and be mindful and also plan you know what i'm saying and be grateful that i made it home that that's the indoor bill so once again and i'm telling y'all all of this to try to get it all in one conversation um so you can be mindful of things that happen i'm not above being robbed being shot at being hurt and it doesn't mean oh because she did some bad no the world out there is real. People want money. People minds are not all the way there. You know what I'm saying? So anything could happen. Doesn't mean, oh, that's your karma, that's this. No. First of all, food is mad expensive. People are charging, changing their prices. Food four fucking oranges for five dollars. A bottle of water, Estitia, right? The alkaline water. Normally I pay $2.99, no more than three. Inside of Whole Foods. Now, even in the supermarket, you get a deal. For 4 and $5 for a bottle of water? Are you serious? Three to, a dollar cab, the dollar car, the dollar van. There's no more. It's $3 now. Y'all more than the fucking bus. The bus is two seventy five. If I get hurt on the bus, at least I know. I got a court case. I'm covered. On the vans, I don't even know if this your car, sir, or if you licensed. So, a lot of things have changed. You have to also stay abreast and stay on top of things. You have to be mindful of your surroundings. You have to be mindful. Yes, okay, you could be a spiritual, a healer, a number one sentado. 
doesn't mean that you are obsolete or you are prone from being hurt or abused or, or taken advantage of in this world. Even the Christians had it right. Render to Caesar what is Caesar and render to God what is God. When you're in this world, you're going to go through the things that this world have to offer. The only thing is we get a map and a road. We get a candle and a road map to kind of finagle and maneuver through. We get to look behind the curtain. Now, do all of us comply with what's behind the curtain? Again, we want so much. But what are you willing to sacrifice and do? What are you willing? Want and willing. What are you willing to give up? What are you willing to change? What are you willing to work on? What are you willing to be consistent of? And that's the lesson that I learned will sum up everything for my whole five days that I was down there. What are you willing, D, Ifa? what are you willing to do, give up, stand tall, all of that? Because you want this, but are you willing to work for it? You say you want to be here, but are you willing to sacrifice to get there? You say you want this out of all of this. What are you willing to do? You say you want wealth. What are you willing to invest in? What are you willing to learn how to spend? You say you want good health. Are you willing to take care of yourself? Because it comes with action. And I love that. It comes with action, consistency. It comes with that. We don't want that part. We want, as my mother used to say, want in one hand and shit in the other. <laughs> but we want all these things. Oh, I want my own business. I want a man that's going to love me. I want a woman that's going to be real. I want, you know, I want, I want, I want. But then I'm going to ask, what are you willing to do? Now, we all got the, we got the right answer. Because we know how to be actors and actresses. We got the right answer. Oh, I'm willing to do anything. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, you got to cut off all those people that you with because they're holding you back. Those are my day ones. I can't be doing that. No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Well, you got to be willing to get out there and go to school and further educate. You got to be willing to... Shut up. You got to be willing to take that ghetto shit and put that to the side. You got to be willing. Oh, I'm not doing that. Now you're trying to change me. God said, come as I am. Uh-uh, now they're jealous. Now we're going to find all kinds of ways because now we're reverting back to our shadow self because we were taken advantage of. We were told, no, don't do this or don't allow no one to punk you and don't be no fucking faggot or no sissy. You got to stand up for yourself. So we taking all these things that were embedded us because of other people's fears and now we want to instill it in everybody else because we got to be right knowing that we're wrong because we're not willing to put the work in. We want all the beautiful prizes and, and everything that comes with it, but we ain't willing to put the work in. Nah. You know, I, well, well, he's cheating, he's doing this, and I'm just, you know, I'm willing to do anything. Then willingly cut his ass off. Huh? No, he's my life partner, he's my twin flame. He is bringing you the fuck down, he is destroying you. Are you willing to be alone? No, I can't. I can't. Uh-uh. So we know the answers to say because we're characters. When we don't face those things that need to be healed. Want and willing. These are the things I want. But what are you willing to give up, sacrifice, work on, erase, let go to get it? And a lot of y'all 
are not willing to do none of those things. Because we live in that concept of we can have our cake and eat it too. And too much cake will get your ass fat. And now you sitting there with a bunch of regrets looking at everybody else being bitter and mad and angry because you had your shot and you gave it up because you allowed these people to put fear in you. And you didn't want to go and see those dark parts that were hot hidden that you were scared of. Because, God forbid, you start owning your shit and standing in your truth and walking and, and being honest and transparent. Oh, my God, we can't do that. That's not, that's not something we have to do because now people see us as weak and people will talk about us and people say how they did voodoo to us and stuff and we failing. No, that makes you strong. That makes you relatable. That makes me say, I tip my hat to you for walking and living in your truth because you're unbothered. Now those people don't have anything to hold over you because people will. When they can't get you, they will hold your past over you. And if they can't do that, then they try to assassinate your character. Then they'll go around and try to get a group of people to go and hate you. But who gives a fuck about those people? Because none of them are invested in you. None of them are helping you. All they're doing is just sitting there. So leave those people where they are and you keep going. Keep walking. Keep healing. Keep being who you are. And stop trying to be carbon copies of everybody else. I don't like being like everybody else. Me and my twin are mirror images. That means we are opposite. But we are one. And I love it. And I love it. I love it. I love it. And also, for all of you, my Yash children, blessings to you on this feast day. And may she continue to wash you over with waters and bring you many blessings. And I give thanks. Ashe.